Hey everyone, welcome to Faith Palm, the 12 Days of Podmas with Jake and Jesse. For the next 12 days, we'll be talking about Christmas movies. And for today's episode, we're talking about Frosty the Snowman. Thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump. Look at Frosty go. I mean, I guess is this technically a movie or is it just a Christmas special? I mean, it's a Christmas special, but I feel like at this point things like this are movies, you know? Yeah, I mean, I like, guess to a yeah. kid it's a movie because thirty minutes is actually really long for a kid. I just, I guess, just proportionally to like their lifespan. Whereas 30 minutes now to us is kind of nothing. Well, in like 30 minutes, like usually it was 15 minutes and 15, like, you know, like a Spongebob episode has two episodes in it, technically. Yeah. Because um, that's how I used to figure out time. Uh, my mom, one time I asked her how long an hour was, and she said, well, think of it. It's like two episodes of Spongebob. And I said, like how there's two stories in each spongebob episode she goes no think of that like 15 minutes um and so when i think of like half hours i always think of spongebob that's that's unique um i'm gonna get you a spongebob watch i actually had a spongebob watch for a good portion of my life actually my first watch was because you know me i don't go anywhere without a watch i hate not having a watch on yeah um, I hate not knowing what time it is. And my first watch was actually a Spongebob watch from Burger King. Like from a Burger King kids meal? Yeah. Wow. It had Patrick on it. I actually found it the other day and I was like, wow, my Spongebob watch. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, so I, I'd say that this is like a special, but it's also min- like a mini movie. Um, all I know is that it was my favorite animated Christmas movie. Like, it's the one, like, some I would pretend to like because I thought, oh, I'm supposed to like these. Nah, this one was like, heck yeah, Frosty the Snowman. That, that is such, like, an Enneagram 3 thing to, like, pretend to like something because you think you're supposed to. I know. I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I, I don't think I really do that much anymore. But gosh, I was like, oh, I have to like Rudolph? I like Rudolph. <laughs> um... But yeah, so I mean, this was one of my favorites. I still don't know why. I love the character of Frosty, though. Even watching it now, I thought I would sit here and go, eh, I mean, it's all right. But no, I still love Frosty. Yeah, I mean, he is And like, there's really, really no character to him. But I love Frosty. And I think part of it is I, I really love the voice actor who does Frosty. Like, I don't even know who, who he is. But like, just the voice he does, I think it's such a fun accent that I just really love it. I love Frosty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do love him. He definitely wasn't my favorite Christmas character. I think just because I found it weird that there was a talking snowman. But, like, he's he is a, a lot of fun. a red-nosed reindeer was totally up your alley. Oh, a red-nosed reindeer and a talking cow, of course. I was all about the, the animals, <laughs> the... I don't know. I wanted to say bovine, but reindeer aren't bovine. And you think bovine are pigs? I just always in my life has th- have thought of bovine as pigs, and it just bothers me that they're not. 
But yeah, I was definitely much more the talking animals kind of kid, not the talking snowman kind of kid. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't remember the last thing I said, but uh, I loved it. This is one, um, just to give a little history since we didn't quite do that. Um, this is actually, which I was shocked to know, um, part of Rankin and Bass who did Rudolph. They they also did Frosty, um, which means canonically, <laughs> kind of the Santa Claus in this movie is Santa Claus from Santa Claus is Coming to Town, um, which I think in text I originally said, I don't think so. Uh, but this Frosty does make an appearance in Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July, along with the Santa from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. So, yes, this is canonically the same Santa Claus. Yes, the Rankin Bass um, universe Santa Claus. <laughs> the Rankin Bass cinematic universe. Um, Christmas special universe. The Rankin Bass, the RBCSU. uh but yeah so they they wrote this movie um did this movie it it's animated as you can tell other than their traditional animagic so that's a lot of why people kind of separate it in their mind from being that um i can't really find anything i guess it would probably be an easier google search to figure out why it was animated but i don't think that's that important i actually Um, um just quick fact there um just on the Wikipedia, it says that they actually wanted the characters and the movie to look like a Christmas card. Um, so I, I think that's that, more. I think that's more in terms of like what the background looks like than what the characters look like. But I guess that is maybe why they didn't do animagic and instead stuck with regular animation. I kind of love that idea though, because that is. I mean, this is almost like a Christmas card. Yeah. Um, but it's got some. I guess like. Again, big names of the time, like uh, the narrator was Jimmy Durante, who was a famous comedian um, who kind of gave us that classic Lower East Side accent that um, is like still seen as a big funny thing today. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but that's really, I mean, like there's classic 1960s, 70s people, um, but by 2020 standards, we don't really know who they are. Um, yeah. You know, it's a good, it's a fun one. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, but going into the <laughs> the plot of it, it's honestly a lot shorter than I remember as a child. And I know we already talked about that, but it's 25 minutes. And it opens on Christmas Eve. There's, the kids are still in school because... Because of course. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's Christmas Eve, kids still in school. Um... And it's snowing, and our dear narrator tells us that Christmas snow is a very special type of snow. Um, and the teacher's like, kids, settle down, as all teachers do, the classic teacher line, kids, settle down. <laughs> um, and she's brought in a professor, Professor Hinkle, who is a very bad magician, um, who breaks some eggs. And, you know, I know this is a trivial part of the movie, but it's something that's stuck in my head, the freaking messy 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 when he breaks eggs i had no like sometimes that plays in my head and i like just in the back of my head like i don't even think i consciously think of it until i saw it in this movie again and i'm like that's where that comes from yeah and like he does that a lot like that's kind of his signature thing whenever he says something he tends to say it three times like that um silly 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 (laughs) oh but the kids leave like class is out they're like wow he was bad and he like oh 
He also throws, going back, so the professor, as we said, bad at magic, throws his hat away, and it's like, I don't want this. Um, and his rabbit, like, hops off with it, um, never to be seen again. Haha, <laughs> funny, except we do see it again. Um, so the kids are taken out, they build a snowman, and they put, of course, a corncob pipe, a button nose, and two eyes made out of coal on it. But what's missing? A hat. And that's when Hocus the rabbit hops on, they catch the hat through wind, you know, as one does, and they place it on Frosty's head, and happy birthday, he comes to life. Which, again, I told Jesse, I don't understand. I never understood why he said happy birthday, and then I realized, oh, it's because he's birthed today. Yeah, I. what I don't understand, though, is that, because um, spoiler alert, he's going to, like, be unalive and then come back alive several more times. And every time he comes to life, he says happy birthday. Because um, he's back to life. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's still the same day, and he had already said it. Well, snowman logic. Yeah, I <laughs> guess it's just fun for the kids. Yeah. But yeah, so he says happy birthday. Um, they dance around with him, and then freaking freaking Professor Hinkle um, demands the hat back and takes it off Frosty. And the kids are like, give it back. And he's like, no, this hat brought a snowman to life. I'm going to make billions of dollars off of it. Yeah, that's the only magic he actually has, is that hat. Um, but so, you know, the rabbit who's turned good, I don't think he was ever bad, but, you know, turned good. He was with the professor, and now he's not. Brings the hat back to the kids, and is like, bring Frosty to life. Um, and so, they bring him back to life. To be honest, we just watched this, and I have no idea where professor hinkle went like it's kind of like he just dissolves yeah he did just um, kind because of you'd think he'd leave. you'd think he'd be back like oh you took my hat again but he's not um until later but then frosty comes back to life we get happy birthday again and they start like dancing and having fun and then literally almost a minute later if that frosty's like oh it's getting hot here i'm gonna melt yeah and so they come <laughs> and up with like, the best plan ever they decide to get him a train ticket to the north pole uh, get frosty to the north pole 1970 <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, and when did this movie come out i think 1969 <laughs> get frosty to the north pole 1969 <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and so they have this whole parade through the town um to get to the train station and you know they stop at the at the police officer, um, Frosty asks what a lamppost is. Um, but then they yeah, eventually... say they uh, would laugh and play um, throughout the day. <laughs> Thumpity thump thump, Frosty went, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's almost like there's a song based on his little parade. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Which, once again, song came first. Um, before the movie only a couple years before the movie i think though um nope actually a good 20 years before because fun fact there is actually a music video animated music video made in 1959 um that is available on youtube 
1951, not even 1959. 1951, there's an animated two-minute music video of Frosty the Snowman dancing. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> they they march their way through the town, um, and they only stop when the policeman hollers stop, um, which he then swallows his whistle, as one does when he realizes that the snowman talked to him. Um, and they get to the train station, <laughs> where Karen, our uh, protagonist other than Frosty, tells the man, I want a ticket to the North Pole. So the man does his calculations for what route that would have to take and how many like switches to different trains he would have to take. And then he says to Karen, that'll be $3,000, which... $3,000. He's talking to a child. Why did he think she had $3,000 on her? Why did he think this was like a serious request? Like, I, I would have brushed it off as a joke, you know? I mean, she did have a talking snowman with her. <laughs> Do you True. really blame him? <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, so Karen and Frosty are sad. They're like, we'll never we'll never get to the North Pole. Um, and then Hocus the rabbit points them towards a refrigerated train car. Um, and they're like, that's, that's perfect. That's what we'll take. It's on a train heading north, so we'll just straight up hitchhike and get to the North Pole. And Karen, an elementary school child, is like, yep, I'll leave on Christmas Eve with this random snowman to the North Pole. Yeah, I think she even says, you know, it'll be okay as long as I'm home before dinner. Which, spoiler to alert, North I don't Pole, think she like, is. I don't think she is. Um, but they become stowaways and hobos on the trains. While Professor Hinkle is like, Ha ha ha, I'm gonna get my hat back. Ha ha ha. And uh, jumps on the train too. Yeah. Um, and so they're going on this train journey. Um, and Frosty realizes that Karen is getting way too cold in the refrigerated train car. Um, and he, being the sympathetic, lovely snow being that he is, um, decides that at the next stop, they're gonna get off the train. Um, so the train stops to let an express an express train go by, and Frosty jumps out um, with Karen and Hocus, who came along with them. Uh, and then as the train goes again, we see Professor Hinkle see that they got off and be like, you tricked me, and he tries to jump off the train, and of course gets knocked out on his fall down. Yeah, and then uh, she's, you know, Karen's still freezing because they jumped out in the middle of winter in a frozen wasteland essentially not wasteland i mean there's trees and stuff but like it's still frozen it's still cold it's not like leaving the refrigerator truck did much so the rabbit's like hey let's start a fire um and frosty's like i literally can't do that or i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah. so hocus being a rabbit talks to his other forest creatures and they build her a fire and it's really great um but frosty has to kind of stand far away um because, so that he doesn't melt you know can't melt um and he's like talking to the rabbit hocus and he's like what do we, what do we do for her to which um obviously hocus being the wise rabbit he is is like let's get the u.s marine corps to help her <laughs> oh that and won't work let's get the president of the united states <laughs> 
And then finally he's like, well, let's get Santa. And Frosty's like, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, so Hocus, being the hero he is, goes off to find Santa. But uh, Hinkle catches up and puts the fire out. Which is dumb, because, like, like, wouldn't he need the fire, too? He's got to be frozen. And he's just going to murder a child? (laughs) Like, I guess indirectly murder a child, but, like, murder a child. Yeah, um, no, he's he's not opposed <laughs> to murder, as as we'll see. And but you know, Frosty's like, Karen, get on my back, and uh, he belly whops, a term we learned. Um, yeah, which I the, would assume is sledding on your belly. <laughs> he's the fastest belly whopper. Uh sure. <laughs> but yeah, he sleds um, away down the hills, and of course, Professor Hinkle can't keep up with them. Um, so they get away for now, and they come across, you know, just this random greenhouse in the middle of the forest. For poinsettias, though, so it's still Christmas greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a Christmas poinsettia greenhouse, and Frosty's like, "Oh, that'll keep you warm, warm, Karen." And Karen, of course, is concerned for Frosty, and she's like, "You can't come in there; you'll melt." And he's like, "It's okay, just for a little bit." But of course, Professor Hinkle shows up. As soon as soon as Karen and Frosty walk in there, and he closes the door on them. No, how dare him! He said, "No, he locks him in to the heated room." And Frosty begins to melt. Um, no, but then at this time we see Santa shows up back where. Um, they were having the bonfire for Karen, and he finds Hocus the rabbit, and they start searching for Frosty and Karen. And they follow Frosty's tracks and make it to the greenhouse, but they're just a little bit too late. Um, they discover that Frosty has melted, Karen is sad and crying, staring at the puddle that once was Frosty. <laughs> Not Frosty. It's so sad. Um, but then Santa reveals that Christmas snow can never disappear completely. Um, it always comes back. It might go away for the year, but it always comes back for Christmas. Um, Water holds memories frozen too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Also, we get a total, can we, you know what I just realized though? What? Frozen totally rips off of Frosty. Does it really? Like Olaf because Olaf brings Anna to fire and is like, y- here, be warm. And she's like, Olaf, you're going to melt. And he's like, some friends are worth melting for. Which Frosty did pretty much 40 years earlier, bringing Karen to the greenhouse. Yeah, that is kind of because like, she was not doing great. She was freezing and Frosty risked his life to save her. Interesting. <sighs> Frozen. I say as if I don't love Frozen and Frozen too. Yeah. <laughs> we all know how I, I love feel them. about Frozen. I do. I look. I don't care how you feel. I love them, and I don't <laughs> care how the whole world feels about them. I love Frozen, and I love Frozen too. Um, you guys can judge me all you want. That's okay. Your your movies. feelings are valid. Your hatred towards it is not valid. Okay. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But anyway, you know, Santa comes in, Christmas snow is always around and, like, is magic. And Frosty comes back to life 
Um, to which Hinkle's like, that's my hat, Santa. Um, and Santa, you know, puts Hinkle in his place, threatening Hinkle, I'm going to put you on my naughty list for the rest of your life. You won't get a single present at all if you oh, take no. this hat back. Oh, man. And Hinkle's like, oh, shoot. I, I No magic, like, cards. No no magic ball. Like, you know, eight ball. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I can't have that. So uh, he agrees to Santa's deal to write one zillion, like, write, I am sorry for what I did to Frosty one zillion times. That's a um, lot. Hoping that he gets a brand new hat for Christmas from Santa. Um, I hope he didn't. Oh, well, I hate to break it to you. In the ending credits, we see that he did. Oh, yeah, I guess the version that we were watching kind of cut that out, didn't it? It did. Um, well, I think we turned it... I don't want to blame you, but I think you may have turned it off cause, a little early because I let it go a little bit, and it, it goes back into uh, the thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump uh and they're, like, marching through the town and stuff, and you see him with the hat. Okay, yeah, I guess I, I just turned it off too early. That's fine. How dare you. Um, but, yeah. Um, so Santa is like, hey, you know what, Karen, I'll bring you home. Um, to which her parents were probably like, yes, but he also leaves her on the roof still. Yeah, like, how is she going <laughs> to get down? I guess maybe takes her in his bag down the chimney, but, like, oof. Um, but then he, he takes, so he takes her there and then Frosty goes back to, um, the North Pole. Um, and he promises her that he'll be back on Christmas day every year with the magical Christmas stone. Um, oh, that's sweet. That's the, that's the story ends. We see a nice montage of them parading through the town. Uh, one can only assume that it is the next Christmas. Um, he's back. Everybody's dancing, laughing, because Frosty's here. Um, at the end of the parade in the credits, he, he jumps back on Santa's sleigh and says again, I'll be back on Christmas Day, uh, <coughs> which I only remember because my mom would always tell me every time we watched it. I always wanted them to play Frosty on christmas day because he says i'll be back on christmas day um to which I, I finally you know like it hit me that my mom grew up with this movie like my mom probably remembers when it came out because it came in 1969 and she was born 1963 yeah no, actually i never thought about that like my parents too are right around that same age they would have grown up with frosty as well well and think i mean santa claus is coming to town came out in 1970 yeah, and I know that that is one of my dad's favorites. I guess Frosty just seems like a much newer thing. And may maybe it's the well, animation style. I don't know. It's that, but I think one of the reasons that it feels newer is because we got updated Frosty. So we got Frosty Returns in 1990-something, um, which was actually not by the original company. It was a CBS-produced one. Um but we got that, which I remember watching. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 2005, we got The Legend of Frosty the Snowman, which aired on Cartoon Network. 
Oh, um, yeah. And I remember hating because I felt like they completely changed Frosty's personality and character, and he was rude and mean. Yeah. That might be the version I remember from my childhood. Like, I definitely remember this one, but I, I do remember a longer one, too, and that might be it. The only thing I vividly remember from that one is there's a kid who needs a he needs a can of something a can of vegetables for something and he grabs a can of corn and his mom's like corn's a starch that's literally the only thing i remember from that movie oh goodness other than i just didn't like it because i didn't like how frosty acted and i thought he was mean yeah i vaguely remember Frosty is like my favorite christmas character I, I don't know why Frosty is my favorite Christmas character, and I wish I could. I wish I could tell you, but I see Frosty stuff, and I'm like, aw, Frosty. <laughs> but I guess it's kind of like bears. I don't know why bears are my favorite animal, but I see a bear, and I'm like, oh, it's a bear. <laughs> yeah. Or skeletons. I love skeletons. Not like real human skeletons, but like, like spooky scary skeleton like you know that song like watching the animated skeletons i freaking love skeletons i don't know why i just think they're funny so that's how i feel so in my mind frosty the snowman and skeleton (laughs) those are my three favorite things um but i guess i also like human skeletons because like i want to be a skeleton you are Like, like i know i i know i am a skeleton but like when I eventually die, I don't want to be cremated because I want to become a skeleton. Okay. Uh, I'll remember that. That's that's now recorded into history. I pl- Don't even cut that. Like, keep that there. This is Jake's last will and testament. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so that's Frosty the Snowman. I mean, it's a short, short little thing. Um, it also got a soundtrack with uh, six songs in it, and uh, three of those songs are Frosty the Snowman. Just, like, by different singers? It's theme and narration, beginning theme and narration, conclusion, and then Frosty the Snowman soundtrack version. Um, but it does also get a medley of Santa Claus's Coming to Town, um, Be Prepared to Play, and another medley of put one foot in front of the other Santa Claus is coming to town finale. And I'm assuming so those are just in the soundtrack though, right? Those weren't in the movie. No, yeah, they're just in soundtrack. Okay. I was like I'm sure I would have picked up on be prepared to pay. No. Um, um but it was a little medley. Um but then also yeah, Frosty appears again in several sequels one to one is narrated by andy griffith because um actually this was jimmy durante's final role um because he had a stroke and couldn't um act anymore sad um but yeah so he you know frosty's winter wonderland frosty rudolph and frosty's christmas in july which i always wanted to watch but my mom for some reason absolutely hated that one (laughs) so i've never seen it but i really always liked the animated like the animagic version of frosty um, and so I wanted to watch that. Then we have Frosty Returns, which is a 1992 half like half hour special, which I mentioned. Um, and John Goodman is the voice of Frosty. Um, and then we have The Legend of Frosty that came out. And since then, nothing else um, Frosty related has come out. Sounds like it's time for a reboot. 
reboot Frosty. No, but I think it would be a very... I do think it'd be interesting. I guess it'd be similar to, like, that Rise of the Guardians movie. Um, where it combines, like, holiday people. Like, a holiday cinematic universe. But I do think it'd be interesting. The Rankin and Bass universe of, like... Santa Claus and those movies, Rudolph, like all that would be interesting. The it little drummer boy fighting with his drum. I hated the little drummer boy. <laughs> My mom always made us watch it because it's the only one that focused on Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but I always hated the friggin' little drummer boy. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Oh. Oh, and Nestor the Christmas Donkey, which I don't know much about, but it's a donkey that Mary rides into town. Oh yeah, I've heard of it, but um, I've never seen it. Yeah, his mom dies in a sandstorm at the beginning of the movie. No, I hate it already. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, this one's hard for me. Because Frosty doesn't have much of a message. <laughs> well, yes and no. I think it still hints at kind of a... A message of giving and like giving up your yourself for others um which does as i've said before has become a theme through all these episodes um but it, it's a, it's not very strong in that it's mostly just about you know kids have a magic snowman and they play that's really yeah. it i guess a lot of it is also don't be greedy because we see uh the professor he's a very greedy magician. Um, once he finds yeah. out that his hat is magic, like he wants that, and he doesn't care that he's taking the life of this now living snowman. Yeah. Um, that being said, it's it's really it's not the strongest in its message, and I really would like to see kind of a more fleshed out version. Um, so for that, like I honestly. I hate to say it, but I want to put it under Rudolph in our ranking. Not that it's it's yeah. not a bad movie, but it's not it doesn't it's not strong in its message. I was gonna say the same thing. Like it's really, I mean, I'm really sad to put it under Rudolph because technically I like it more than Rudolph. Yeah. However, it definitely does not have strong of a Christmas message, other than Frosty being a fun little snowman golem not like golem from lord of the rings but uh jewish mythology has the golem which is a clay clay creature that comes to life that's frosty i had never thought about that but you're absolutely right and you deserve to, to acknowledge that <laughs> frosty is the hanukkah um santa claus oh my goodness could you imagine though like why did that never take off well, I guess because Frosty is literally saved by Santa Claus. Well, I mean, he's friends with Santa. That don't mean he can't deliver Hanukkah presents. True. I'm just making it canon in my mind. Frosty <laughs> is the ha Hanukkah Santa Claus. All right, sure. So, um, you know, we're over halfway through, um, but to give you an update on our list... Um, at our top spot is It's a Wonderful Life, because it truly is a wonderful life. Uh, second so far is Elf, 
Third is Unlikely Angel, starring Dolly Parton. Fourth is Love Actually. Fifth is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Sixth is Annabelle's Wish. Seventh is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And number eight is Frosty the Snowman. And that leaves us that leaves us with just four more movies. And I'm honestly very excited for our next two. Um, we each picked one that we hadn't seen before. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited for those. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode of Faith Palm. If you like what you heard and would like to continue to support us in our effort to explore the Christian tradition, and in this case, some fun Christmas movies, please like, subscribe, and follow our show wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Faith Palm Podcast and message us at faithpalmpodcast at gmail.com or through Anchor at anchor.fm slash faithpalm with any questions, corrections, suggestions, or your favorite movie in the Rankin-Bass cinematic universe. Jack Frost all the way. Absolutely. Which, ironically enough, is not on our list. But... It, it should be. <laughs> it's, it's an honorary member of the Podmas family. Merry Podmas to all of you. Unlike Frosty, we won't be back on Christmas Day. We'll be back tomorrow with an all-new Podmas episode. Merry Podmas, everyone.